Today's episode of the Snowball Floorball Podcast is brought to you by IBK Events and Consulting, a sport business firm working towards growing the sport of floorball in Canada and the world. For more information, reach out to us at info at ibkevents.com. As well as Free Hit Floorball Clothing Company, Canada's first floorball-focused lifestyle apparel brand. For all your latest floorball styles, visit us on Instagram at freehit underscore fbc. All right. Well, Mitch, thank you for uh, joining us here on the snowball. Um, how about we uh, kick things off with you just telling everybody a little bit about yourself, how you got into floorball and uh, if COVID wasn't happening, what you would be doing with floorball right now? Cause that's, that's always the big question too. Right. So we'll get yeah, you started sure. there. Yeah. Uh, well, everyone knows my name. Name's Mitchell, obviously. Um, but uh, with floorball, I've been playing probably for, uh, oh, geez, that's a good question. Um, like 11, 12 years now. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't realize it was that long. Yeah, it's uh, been since I was like 11, 11 to 12. Uh, so you people who know math, you can do the math and you can figure out how old I am now. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, it's been, it's been roughly that long. Uh, just started playing uh, locally here. Is, uh, my older brother got uh, introduced to the sport um, by a gym teacher. And then he came home. It was like, yo, like you got to try this sport. It's so much fun. I'm like, okay, cool. Like whatever. Like I grew up playing hockey. Um, so I was always looking for something, you know, in the off season to play. I uh, wasn't a big baseball guy or anything like that. Like most of my teammates. So I uh, needed something else to play during the off season. I'm like, this is great. Like I get to play essentially hockey just off, off ice. So uh, yeah, I've been playing roughly that long. Um, had the opportunity to play for uh, the U19 men's national team as well as uh, currently the men's uh, national team so done a little bit of traveling uh with that uh had uh, some great experiences there i've uh, i love going over to uh to europe whenever there's a, a world championship uh, i love it over there it's like by far my favorite place to go is over somewhere in like sweden or, or denmark or something like that um so yeah like it's uh it's been a, definitely a crazy ride uh with covid here too um, it's been <laughs> yeah. pr- probably a year since since I've played any type of like organized game or anything like that. Um, I think the probably the last thing that I was involved in was probably uh, our men's team had some some training camps and stuff in Belleville there, uh, kind of in the middle of where we all are. So uh, I think that's kind of the last thing I ever did, like floorball wise, organized wise. So. But if COVID wasn't a thing, we'd be playing our regular Tuesday night league here just locally. And then, you know, we'll be traveling every couple months um, to play in the Floorball League of Canada there. Go to Ottawa, to Montreal, uh, here in uh, Cambridge or Guelph area. We usually have a tournament. So uh, doing a lot more traveling, that's for sure. It's it's weird <laughs> not seeing uh, the normal faces. Haven't seen you, Carl, and I don't know how long. It's probably the first time I've heard your voice and six I months think it, seven months i was talking to sonia and i think it was like the last time i saw four ball people was like uh your guys tournament in cambridge in january oh, of 2020. yeah oh that's that's even more depressing um, <laughs> at least so. you guys had your belleville thing i'd like i was talking to Stu bowden um a couple weeks ago 
And he was like, that was like beginning of March or end of February. You guys did that in Belleville. So like just before the world went to absolute hell. <laughs> oh yeah. It was, it's funny because I can remember talking about COVID like at that, like that training camp or tournament or whatever you like to call it. And yeah. I'm being like, Oh yeah, like we're fine, whatever. And then like literally a week later, it was all right. We're in shutdown. And we're like, sorry, what? Yeah, like, I was I was at a ball hockey tournament the weekend before the weekend, two weekends before I guess, and it was like I had a cold, and I coughed into my arm just before the handshake line, and I was giving everyone the elbow, and somebody said COVID, and I was like, I don't know anybody who's been to China or out of the country, so I should be okay. <laughs> two weeks later, that was <laughs> shut down. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's the crazy part, right? Like we were all just we're like, oh, haha, whatever. COVID's a thing, and then it wasn't until we kind of like locked down that we're like, dang, like we really miss playing floorball and like any sport. I don't think I've talked to anyone who plays any sport that is happy that they've been off this long. I yeah, some people, some people have gone back like temporarily, like they've gone for. I have a few friends who uh, played like university hockey, and they're like, yeah, I went back for like three ice times, and then they shut us down again. Or they can have a nice time with, like, five people and the coaches count. So you have, like, two players on the ice and, like, three coaches. And you're like, this is yeah. idiotic. Like, why, why am I doing this, right? So yeah. it's been rough. But. It's been uh, – it's definitely – yeah, it's been it's been tough. Like, I didn't mind it for, like, the first three months. And then it was like I started twitching on the couch watching TV. Yeah. Like, I need to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much to do. You wake up in the morning. You're like, all right, what's uh, what's on the agenda for today? <laughs> like, is it Netflix around, or <laughs> yeah, is it Netflix or Disney Plus kind of day? Uh, flip a coin. Here we go. <laughs> um, and yeah. are you you still with the U19 program for the women's? Right, you're an assistant oh, coach. Or yeah, <laughs> thanks for reminding me. I even uh, <laughs> forgot about that. Uh, yeah, uh, U19, we've kind of combined our coaching staff for our women's national team and our U19 uh, national okay. team. Uh, so, yeah, I'm definitely – I'm a still assistant coach with that, uh, having uh, actually a lot of fun with that. We uh, we have biweekly, like, uh, Zoom meetings with that, that women's team where we just, you know, kind of chat, see how everyone's doing, and then we do some, like, stick handling drills. So I've had uh, the opportunity to see the girls uh, – not face to face, obviously, which would be uh, better, but at least over Zoom, we were were able to, you know, kind of touch base, see how everyone's doing. Uh, especially with the women's team, we're all over the place. So yeah, got, that's what Sonia was got, saying. Yeah, we got a lot of people. We got a few players over in Europe. We got uh, people like all over Ontario. A couple people out in Nova Scotia. So like, it's uh, it's a pretty diverse group. So uh, it's always fun to get together with them. That's for sure. That's good. It's, it's also like. It's good to see the the group expanding beyond, you know, just like, sorry, that central Ontario region that it, it's kind of been known for, right? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Also. I think the, the previous uh, staff, coaching staff did a great job in, like, recruiting girls, but uh, they're kind of limited in only kind of picking girls from a certain region. So uh, I know when, when Sonia took it over and uh, I came on board, we kind of were like, yeah, like, let's try to expand. Like, if we want yeah. the sport to grow, we need more girls playing. So, like, let's just get as many girls as possible. And that's that's what we've been trying to do, uh, especially on, on the men's side and the women's side, just trying to get more people to play, right? Like, that's all. Because I there's few people that I've met that say, uh, yeah, I played floorball and I didn't like it. Like, it's it's a contagious sport. You pick up a stick, 
you start shooting the ball around or and, and stuff and you're just you're hooked like i know i was so that's exactly what i tell people when uh when they want to play i'm like just pick up a stick and start shooting around and you'll you'll be dumbfounded how much fun it is that's uh that's what i tell my my ball hockey buddies it's like it's like man it's like when they ask about four ball it's like dude like i it's it's like you're out playing street hockey again like that's what it yeah literally that's what it feels like, like. And being a being an ice hockey player, you have you have the puck, which is so heavy. Now all of a sudden, you're given this little tiny wiffle ball that's so light, and you're like, "Yep, done." You're doing things with the ball that you can't do with the puck, and you just like you feel like Connor McDavid out there, just not as good looking. <laughs> well, I mean, the brush the brush men are pretty good looking, so I, I think you're okay there. Well, I'd say the, the youngest probably the most, but you know, that's just maybe a little bias there. <laughs> well, we'll uh, we'll ask your brother about that when we talk to him. <laughs> well, I'm sure he'll have something different to say. Yeah, he's. Uh, I'm sure. Well, that's what I've always enjoyed it when I talk to either of you, or even your dad is is the is the humor beside uh, the humor side you guys have, which is oh, which yeah. is always fun. The, um, the real question is, you should ask Josh who the best looking is. He's got the unbiased <laughs> opinion, I think. We all know he's gonna say you, okay? So that's why I'm saying ask him. I love it. <laughs> Don't put Josh on the spot like that, man. <laughs> and I'm supposed to ask you who is prettier, him or Tyler? <laughs> <laughs> Next question, please. <laughs> okay, so it's not yeah, okay. That's what we figured the answer would be. So no, now I'll, I'll be honest. Here. I'll be honest with you. Tyler has always been the pretty one, but then he started growing his hair out into the man bun, and now oh, now Mitch takes Mitch bun? takes the cake. Um. So yeah, I just we'll we'll get into a couple of the questions here, but um, I just wanted to ask, um, as someone who you're more of a like you've definitely been coaching and stuff and all of that. Like you were in it was Detroit you went to with the U nineteen team in. 2019 correct yeah that was the the women's team but yeah detroit detroit oh it was right sorry it was the women's team for the qualifier yeah yeah against the states there yeah and then um and then you were i'm trying to remember if you were in halifax yeah i was in halifax as uh just kind of behind the scene guy social media kind of kind of guy right u19 team yeah you had the moose (laughs) yeah yeah uh, Marvin, Marvin the Moose, Mar- yeah. Marvin the Moose, I, yes. I have him somewhere around here. I'm sure he'll pop up one day. <laughs> you should bring him back when football comes back. Just yeah, I, I, sh- I should. Yeah, re-erect him. Um, but as a player, because uh, I was, like I said, I was talking to Sonia last week, and uh, the she was kind of struggling with this question, but I feel like she's been around a lot longer in, uh, at, the, at the higher level in floorball uh, than you are simply from an age standpoint. Yeah. Um, but if there was like, if there's one thing you could change about floorball, whether it's a rule or, you know, what the IFF is doing or what like floorball Canada, like if there was one thing that you could change to bring more people to the sport, what would that be? Cause like the, the example I brought up with Sonia is like the IFF often will, tweet out or put on their Instagram page on social media, they're like um, rule changes, right? Like, so these are the rule changes we're thinking about. Like this is, we're testing these in games and these are the suggestions we have and they'll ask for suggestions. And I can remember, 
I want to say it was like 2017-2018. They added the fact that you could pass the ball with your foot to another player. You couldn't dribble it, but you could use your foot to pass the ball to another player, which previously would would have been a free hit the other way. Um, If you had, if you had done that, they, uh, it wasn't like a foul, just more of kind of like, no, you can't do that. Um, To quote, to quote that rap two minutes free, you can't do that. Um, (laughs) But uh, like, so I was just, as someone who plays actively, not just at the international level or the local level, you, you, you play kind of, you cover all three areas, which is unique in sports considering like, if you look at most hockey players, like they only play, one or two they don't they don't cover yeah. all three yeah um geez that is a really good question kind of trying to figure out what to change i mean like the beginning of that that question i probably would have said just change like the education on it i don't know how many times uh like it will come up like oh like you, i play on a national team they're like oh that's sick like for what sport and i'm like oh like have you ever heard of floorball and nine times out of ten they're like no, like, is was it just like floor hockey? I'm like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yes, and no. Like, so I tell people it's like that soccer and hockey combination, you know, blah blah blah, go into the whole spiel of it. But so, like, I would almost say, like, the that aspect, like, changing the education so people kind of just know, like, if yeah. we just had this understanding of that floorball is inherently different than than floor hockey or ball hockey, uh then I think like more people will be like, Oh, like I'm not a big fan of, you know, the hacking and whacking you get in ice hockey or, or ball hockey or whatever. I think this is kind of a good alternative. Um, but I think from the very beginning of me playing floorball, the, and I'm pretty sure the IFF is instituting. I think they want to change this rule. The double kick rule. I can't kick the ball more than two times or more than once, essentially more than once in my possession, yeah. each possession. I thought forever that is the stupidest thing ever because even I more so. I want to say you're right in that they're looking at it because they just I'm, released, like, that's why I have this question is they just released, like, a little blurb about it. Yeah, I'm pretty, like, I'm pretty sure I just read over that quickly because I like to you know, stay up to date at least. But uh, the double kick, I'm like, more so than in hockey, like, your foot is more available to be able to kick the ball, stop the ball, like, anything like that. So I think being able to kick the ball more than once brings this whole other aspect to the game where like, you, if you see you guys stick handling, they, you know, they, they put it through their legs, kick the ball up to their stick. They, they pull the ball into their feet, kick it up. Like that's yeah. cool. It looks, looks fun, but you, you can't do that in a game. Right. So I think yeah. taking that rule out is just add something to the game that like, I would be interested to see where it goes. And I know like the top players in the world would be, all right, now what's the next cool move I can make. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure Barber would come up with something funny and something cool to do with it. Like he already has insane hands, so might as well add his feet to it. I don't know. Like, well, it also it brings it brings the game more up to speed. Like what from what you're like like the point you're making, I think too is is like it brings the game more up to speed. But like as someone who is kind of more on the defensive side of things, just being a goalie and like that's how I see not just hockey but floorball. Like I'm always looking like. How, especially as like the sport where you can't stick lift or, you know, you can't tap somebody stick. Like if you're killing a penalty in hockey, you don't always have to like take the puck from the person. Just that's like, 
kill two seconds. Like, if I can kill two seconds, I'll kill two seconds. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like... Yeah, and I think, like, bringing the whole, like, soccer rules into it where, like, no touching the ball with your hands, I feel like adding more kicks to each possession just kind of... It just continues to add it because now all of a sudden it feels a little bit more like soccer, so you're taking it kind of away from that it's just floor hockey idea too. Well, and I, I think the, I think it, it takes away, like, not the lethality of a power play because the power play is still pretty deadly in four ball. But like, I think it takes away almost that like guaranteed goal at the highest levels. Yeah. Because yeah. like, if you watch, if you watch like international competition, um, and like Sweden versus Finland, or you know the Czech Republic and the Swiss, or you know the Czechs and and Finland, and it's like you can tell by the the reaction on the team's face when a player takes a penalty, whether it's a good penalty or a bad penalty, or it's like, it's one of those penalties where it's like, this is a rule in floor ball. And now we have to pay the fine, like go sit in the box and just shut up and take it. Right. Yeah. Something, yeah. Something small and petty. And you're like, that's, that's not like, especially as a Canadian with like ice hockey in our blood. Yeah. That's stupid. That would never be a penalty in an NHL kind of idea. Yeah. And it's, I just think it like, it gives you, as a defender, having that extra touch with your foot gives you that little bit more option. Like you can challenge a player more. Yeah. Right? Now if I'm getting tied up and I'm tied up now, all of a sudden the ball is sitting beside me and my stick is tied up in with the person, like all mangled. And I'm like, well, all right, I kick it once. Now, now what? Do I just stand there and look at the ball as I'm all intertwined with the player on yeah. the other team? Like, well, especially considering you're down a man, and what I think what a lot of hockey people who might be listening don't understand about four ball is that unlike in ice hockey, where if a defender commits to a forward in the corner on the when they're killing a penalty, if you or or even on the half wall, if you commit to that player in that position and he beats you, like you're that's sunk. bad, but there's still a recovery option yeah. because you can pour on the brakes, give them a little stick tap or, you know, like your feet are quicker in hockey because oh, yeah. you're gliding. And yeah. now this, this guy might also be like, I burned you and now I'm taking my option. Right. And he yeah. might, yeah. might slow down to see the game. Whereas in four ball, because everybody's stationary, if you get burned, if you've committed to that player and you get burned, now your teammate has to cover for you because there's zero chance of you recovering. Yeah, and and if you watch the good teams play, they wait for that split second decision. Like the defenseman takes two steps out of out of line, or that yeah. forward goes for a ball, and one, two, three, the ball's in the back of the net, and you're like, oh, hold up a second, the ball was just at half. Now it's in the back of my net. How how did that just happen? Yeah, like, you see it on the goal. So face, unbelievably quick. Like, where did that? Like really, guys? Like that's where we went for it. Yeah, like I've I've had it happen to me before. You take two steps the wrong way, and you're like, "What? Oh, well, okay." Balls in the net. What just happened there? Yeah, you're like looking up at the jumbotron, like what? And you look like a fool. I think there's a picture of your brother watching the jumbotron at a world championships, kind of being like, "What just happened?" <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna exploit myself a little bit here, but we were I think we were playing Japan, and that I went to make a pass in front of like I was in front of our net, went to make a pass, and completely whiffed on it, and then the guy just like. The Japanese guy just like pounced all over me. All of a sudden, I'm on my butt, and the ball's in the back of the net. And I stand, and I'm pretty sure, like I've watched this video like ten times. I like stand up, 
grab my stick and I just watch walk into the bench looking at the jumbotron. And I'm like, that's the that's the face of a guy who just got beat bad. Like <laughs> Yeah, it's not like hockey where you skate to the bench with your head down, right? It's like, yeah, and you get you get there a lot quicker. Like <laughs> <laughs> you're kind of like, what did what just happened? Like, how bad do I look on TV right now? <laughs> oh yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'm glad it was against Japan. It's not like we're uh, very high ratings there, so <laughs> Well, you know what? That's actually I I appreciate your answer because like when I when I posed that question to a couple other people that I've talked to, um, it's kind of been like they've been good answers, but it's just kind of like that was more like as a like you could definitely tell like your passion for the sport and like as a player, um, yeah, like which is what we're looking for, like and just kind of reiterate what we're doing with the snowball here, like trying to create that conversation, right? So anything that brings that up or brings in you know, those moments from the sport. Um, so as someone, we've talked about the fact that you grew up playing hockey. Um, I'm going to ask you the question I've been asking everyone, and I'll probably keep asking this until I run into Smitty. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. <laughs> where does, uh, do you do you see a future for floorball where it's like we're talking about, uh, to use an example, the NAFL, um, in the same conversation as the NHL or the MLB or the NBA, or do you think it's going to be more of like how excluding North America, because essentially, especially considering the European boost that four ball has right now, like it's very European focused. Um, Do you see it more as like a rugby or, you know, cricket, right? Like cricket and rugby get tons of views from their populace and they fill stadiums but they're not big stadiums right and they have people yeah, it's watching like their niche yeah niche sport yeah it's like it's like man i want to i i follow my rugby team and i care about them but if my rugby team is on and my so and my football team are on like soccer i'm watching my football team oh yeah 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 right so like do you think do you see floorball as part of the big five or you know like making it the big six or do you think it's going to be more like that other option uh I mean, I would love to see it be like a big sport in North America I, or like, yeah, like I would love to see that. I think floorball offers a great, obviously a great alternative to hockey to those guys who like can't play anymore or kind of like, I'm kind of done with this. Um, but I think reality right now is I kind of see it as that, that niche sport, that secondary sport, like a rugby, like a cricket kind of idea, like you mentioned. Yeah, um, I think I think the NFL is doing great things. Like it's it's awesome that we there's what like four four or five teams. Yeah, I think it, it's it's four for sure, and I think the 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 fifth hasn't set hasn't said anything about players yet. So, yeah, it, so I think it's up in the air. But yeah, so like I think it's great that they're trying to do something, and I think it's it's only can I think bring more eyes doing something like yeah. that trying to get more exposure and, and, and idea but i could see it uh almost like what it is over in europe right now like i could see it getting to the point where you have people who yeah like i played floorball since i was five years old like that's kind of what i grew up playing i could see it becoming that in north america but still not the like oh i'm making i just signed a five-year ten million dollar contract kind of idea like i think yeah there's definitely there's definitely a long road to get to that. I get that. Like NHL, NFL, like all those didn't start at that kind of salary, but I still do think I see it as kind of that, that secondary sport, which I mean, like as much as I 
trying to be realistic here. Like I would love to see it become an AFL, like become that that NHL of floorball. Like I think that would be yeah. awesome. I, I I would I agree and I think I just don't think what I think part of the issue we have here in North America, speaking generally, is that like people don't realize how fun this sport is to watch. Like I've been asked a couple times by players since I got into the sport, like you don't play. Like what is like, what are you doing? And it's kind of like, I don't play because like of how my brain works (laughs) and that's a me thing. And it's like, I'll, I'll play, I'll play with you guys at Cambridge anytime because it's a, it's a fun time. And I don't get yelled at too much for breaking the rules (laughs) (laughs) or not knowing how to do a free hit properly, (laughs) which is bad considering my brand. But like, (laughs) I was going to say, geez, Carl, how long have you been around? The number of times your dad has told me, like, it's got to be a direct hit, not a. a (laughs) Um, He's all over that. He loves that rule. Yeah. Daryl's Daryl's all over that. And and his granola bars. (laughs) Granola bars and water, that uh, fuels the yeah. man. But, uh, like, I, I, like, I couldn't play it at the level I would want to because, like, I'm a competitive person, right? Yeah, and like, yeah. I, I would want to play it as, as hard as I could, so to speak. But, I, like, I don't think a lot of people in North America realize, like, how fun this sport is to watch. And oh, it's, yeah, not right. like, it's, like, it's not like it's just a bunch of people running around with sticks. Like, there's, there's total, like, gameplay to it and everything. And yeah, it's all pretty, that. it's pretty humbling going over to world championships and like, you get treated like really well over there, uh, yeah. in Europe. Like when you say you play floorball and stuff, but like it's pretty humbling to. The last couple times uh, I've gone over for world championships, uh, like I went and watched the finals, and it's pretty mm-hmm. humbling because you're like, I think I'm pretty good at floorball, but then I watch these guys on Sweden and on Finland, and I'm like, they are just a complete other level of me. I'm like, I would love to get there one day. And like, obviously, yeah. like, that's why I think any competitor strives to get to is like, I want to be the best. But it's, it's pretty humbling to see these guys. And like, the fact that the majority like of Team Sweden is like, I, I'm a pretty tall guy at six feet, like six foot one, somewhere in there. But like the majority of Swedish guys are like six, three. And I'm like, looking up at them. I'm like, man, like, you could just kill me right now. And I wouldn't even know it. Kim, I, I want to say Kim Nielsen's like six five, and he oh, doesn't even look it. Yeah, he doesn't massive, even. Look it. He's yeah. a massive human being. And their um, goalies, the last World Championships, uh, I uh, couldn't pronounce their names even if you wanted me to, but their goalies were massive too. Like this guy looked like it made me feel like I'm this 15 year old kid, and I'm looking yeah. at my 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 grown father who's like 50. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I I like I don't think that was even like when I was in Halifax. That was one of the things I found like. I was walking by the Swedish kids in the hallway every once in a while. And it's like, you're 16. Can I yeah. put some books on your head? Like, and bring yeah, what, you like, what, what are, uh, why are they feeding them over there in Europe? Cause we need to get over here. <laughs> well, I think it's, it's part of that Viking, right? Like just oh, naturally, yeah. just... naturally tall and strong and athletic, but and, tall, and, 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 beautiful. and yeah. And it lends itself to the sport too. Yeah. Um, so speaking of like traveling abroad, so um, I, like I said, I had Sonia on, um, though her episode by the time when we're recording this and by the time it comes out, it'll be into the future there. But uh, she's more focused on like, she's still playing, um, but she's more focused on that like leadership role. Um, yeah. But I wanted to ask, you're the first like 
true player that I've gotten to talk to so far. Ooh, I feel honored. Here. So I wanted to ask you, like, what's uh, what's your favorite floorball memory as a player? So, like, oh. I don't mean, like, just going to the World Champ, like, being on Team Canada. I want, like, what's your favorite memory, whether it's, like, um, you know, like, the type of story you would tell the boys hanging out in the parking lot. Like, that's what I want to hear. Man, all right. I got two in my head right now. I don't know which one to say. Give me both then. That's we like, there's no time limit on this. So give me both. All right. So the, the first one would be coming back in 2017 when uh, I was on the U19 team. Uh, we're in Denmark, I believe. Yeah. Denmark for our training camp. And we're playing some, some local team. I can't okay, remember. Yeah. We, we played, we played two, two games against them. So I can't remember if it's the first or second, but uh, we finished our game, whatever handshakes. And we're like, Hey, let's, let's have like a fun shootout. Like, all right, game. And like coaches are just saying random names because if you know me, I am a I am a defenseman, so I am not the the D king like stick handling guy. Yeah, like <laughs> I, I will be last. I'm pretty sure they'll put a goalie out before they put me to shoot. <laughs> but uh, coach coach says my name. Like, all right, done. Let's go. And uh, I'm always one to watch videos and stuff of like cool deeks and stuff. So I had I had this. Uh, this move in my head where like, you know, uh, the Linus Olmark uh, goal back when he was on uh, Edmonton, where he likes does that spin a when he picks up the puck, slaps the stick and then just shoots at five hole. Yeah. So I had that idea, except before not doing a spin a when I picked the ball up. So I like, you know, hit the ball forward, I go slow, go forehand, go backhand. And I like, I don't remember if I slapped the ground or I like just started and I did this spin a and I don't know how the goalie missed it, but he missed it. He swung his leg out. He missed it. And I scored on a wide open net. And then I go crazy because I'm like, this is the best goal I've ever scored in my entire life. The entire <laughs> bench stands up and all you hear is a, ah. And I'm like, did we just win the championship? Because that's what I feel like. like <laughs> and then, and then I, I wouldn't have gotten that on video. Like, yeah. come on. <laughs> well, I think I think I do have a video of it, but like it cuts out. I don't know whose video it is. It cuts out after I like, do this weird dance thing after I score. I don't know. That's <laughs> that's that the embarrassing part. You got your hair red too. Yeah, that was uh, not uh, not our finest moment as a team. Top of our <laughs> uh, top of our heads all red. So uh, when you when... and you and the Walt brothers, because uh, well, not specifically you and Tristan, because of your blonde hair. Like, yeah, it just, it just it stood out. Weird. Yeah, every time I look back at photos, I'm like, that just looks stupid, man. Like. I don't uh, – I think my sister did it for me, and, like, she did it perfect. Like, she got just the top of the head. Yeah. And, like, so, like, the entire – my entire top was just, like, red. I'm like, man, like, she should go to styling school now. But it was <laughs> – I mean, it was a good time, though. But – so that's the first one. The second one, I think, is a little more atypical. It's just – it's when I scored my first goal uh, on the men's team. Uh, okay. I was lucky enough – I was lucky enough to score a goal – uh, in the U19 tournament, like the actual world championships, but uh, I scored. It was against Japan, and uh, I was sitting on the bench for for a while. Like I don't think I had gotten a shift in a little bit, and uh, coach was angry at someone. Takes him off the bench, off the floor, puts him on the bench. Says, "You're gonna sit here for a little bit. Brush you up." All right, awesome. So I step on the floor as the play's kind of going down to the other end, and so uh, you know I just saunter down kind of come into the play late and uh, in the left left hand side my left hand side the goalie's right hand side of the the 
the court, Joel has the ball. And okay. uh, Joel, Joel's super shifty with the with the ball. It's I hate playing against him, love playing with him, but he's super shifty, he's you know, going back and forth, back and forth. So uh he looks he looks stuck. So I I, I go and try to uh give him an outlet on the wall and the Japanese player follows me. So I'm like, okay. So I do a quick like V cut off to my right and open up for a pass. And Joel, like, I don't know how he saw me, like eyes in the back of his head, gives me this perfect backhand pass. And I just, I'm like, all right, this is it. Just as hard as I can. And I'm like, just hit the net, please. And it, <laughs> it, happened, it happened to go in. And then I don't know my, I think my celebration was some jump in the air or something like that. So like, I'm pumped. I'm scoring my first goal. And Eric, um, his last name is escaping me. Guy, guy on our team. Um, he's been there. Uh, since... Yeah, I, I know. I oh, know who Uri, you're talking Uri about. Uri or I'm yes. sure I butchered. I'm sure I butchered that name. Sorry, Eric. Um, but <laughs> he follows so us he... on Instagram, I think. So he's going to oh, hear perfect. this. Hopefully. Perfect. <laughs> Eric, you're my favorite dude. Don't retire. Um, so uh, he, he, I score. I'm like pumped. Everyone on the floor is like, yeah, yeah. Oh, congrats, brush, whatever. What does he say to me? I think that was the tenth goal of the game. He's like. Hey, uh, Brush, uh, usually if you score the 10th goal, you got to buy everyone beer after the game. And I'm like, <laughs> dude, Eric, I just scored my first goal. Like, be happy for me. Come on, what are you doing? But, yeah, that was <laughs> – it, it was like that high of like, yeah, I scored. So, like, dang, I'm going to have a pretty big bar bill after this, I think. Yeah. Well, that's, those are actually I, – I really wish we had video of, of your shootout goal because that, that's spectacular. I think um, I think it's somewhere somewhere I can probably find it in the in the Twitterverse or the Twitterverse. the Instagram verse or the Facebook verse or whatever you want to call it. All right, so I have I have a similar story. So this one doesn't pertain to you, doesn't have to pertain to you. It can be about you, but I, I will will sort of the last question of the day here. Um, so, what's a floorball story that you have? that you think the rest of the four ball community in Canada should hear. So it could be, it could be anything. Okay. So like, it doesn't have to be about a goal. It could be like a funny story or, um, you know, maybe a Canada cup memory. Cause we all have one of those, right? Like I was talking, when I was talking to Sonia, I was like, she said something at the end of our conversation. I was like, and now I miss Earl from Finland. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. you know, like, I think that like there's, there's floorball memories out there that we all have. Right. And it might not be something that the rest of the community knows because it might have happened with your team or in your league or in a specific game at 10 o'clock at night at Canada Cup because those exist. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. Like, you know, there are, or even like, I want to say in 2015, the first time Cambridge won the FLC championship, but the game took place at Canada Cup and the game was late at night. So there wasn't anyone on a Saturday. So everyone had gone out to go downtown <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like i don't even think i was on that on the team yet in 2015 when we won so maybe i'm the bad luck charm we haven't won since then so maybe uh maybe I, don't, call it quits and... I can't edit that out right now bitch yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> from your brother i mean yeah i was i was on the team i scored the game winning goal yeah, yeah that's, <laughs> that's right right yeah yeah, yeah. Um, dang like that's there's so many like memories of just like I think this goes for for anyone who who grew up playing team sports and loves that team atmosphere. I love like one of the best parts is uh, like it's it's awesome to go over to Europe and uh, you know see new places, travel around Canada, all that stuff. But I think just the 
the getting to know your teammates and like becoming closer with them. Like there's so many memories I have just of sitting in a hotel room, just yeah, you know, w- watching the hockey game Saturday night with, with the guys after a, a day at a tournament or like a, a game at uh, the world championships. Like I think um, like some of my best memories have been watching floorball games with other people. Like, that Sweden-Switzerland game in 2018 at the Men's World Championships that went to the shootout and, like, that shootout just kept going and going and going. I can oh, remember. Yeah. They, they just yeah. reposted that online because oh, it, yeah, it was first- insane. But I can remember we were in our hotel rooms watching that game. And, like, yeah. I think we were about to go to, like, a team dinner or a team meeting or something like that. And someone put into our group chat, uh, so dot, 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 like we, uh, we postponing this till after the game question mark. And everyone's <laughs> like, yep, 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 yep. Like, like that game was insane to watch. And like, we're all huddled in a few hotel rooms, like watching that yeah. game and that just like, just sharing that memory with, with the guys. And like, even then watching, uh, back, uh, when was the last, the last women's world championships when that, uh, Czech Republic game or that Switzerland game. Yeah. When Switzerland came back from being down. It was like, oh, yeah. Four, yeah, they were like four or five goals down. They scored that mm-hmm. first goal. We all look at each other like, yeah, okay, good for them, you know, making it a little closer. They scored that second goal, and you're like, what the heck? That third and that fourth, and all of a sudden it's a tie game, and you're like, this is insane. And I'm like watching it with a bunch of people. We're all like, it's like your, your butt's on the edge of your seat. You're like, come on, like, don't even care if you're not cheering for Switzerland at that point. You're just like, let's watch, like, what, what, what? And then they, they win, and you're like, oh, my goodness. So, like, yeah. I think like the best memories and memories that I think people should know is like just watching the games or it's like you mentioned before, are just incredibly fun. Like you watch these highly skilled athletes at the highest level possible in the sport. It just, it's, it's like poetry in motion. That's probably the cheesiest thing that's ever come out of my mouth, but like, it's beautiful it totally, to watch. It's totally true though. Cause like you talking about like watching four ball with other people at like Canada cup or whatever makes me think of like, Cause I have, I have two that I think of like that. Or I have a few, but like, there's two that I think of. And it's like, so the one, the one that I think of is my first Canada cup in 2014. Um, I didn't get to watch a lot of floorball cause I was running around doing everything. Um, you know, being on the organizing committee, you know, like you get your opportunities, but it was like, I got five minutes to sit down and watch. And then I had to go yeah. some, to the next building. But I was like, I, forget who I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but it was like, have you seen the Swiss play yet? Cause it was when the Swiss elite team was there playing in the elite division and yeah. they were playing against Toronto um, United and not to throw Terrell. And I can't remember which Singh brother was under the bus, but they had just taken a penalty and I forget who was refing, but it was one of the European pairs and they, they, they gave the penalty and then they blew the play in and, Toronto United was still busy getting themselves organized in the defensive zone because the free hit was coming at the top of the circle, basically. Yeah. And so they're they're yelling, and one of the guys is on – one of the Singh brothers is on the player with the ball, and he's not watching as the Swiss players are in motion. And I just remember going, like, what is – like, this is my first – one of my first football experiences, and I just remember watching, like, what is going on here? Yeah. And, <laughs> No like, one had seen yeah. so the so the player had put uh, the Swiss player had put his foot in front of the ball instead of standing on it. He stood on it like he stopped it from moving, and then he put his front foot in front of the ball and turned his body, and then he tapped it. 
but nobody on Toronto United saw. So he just stood there, tapped the ball. So now it's live, right? So in theory, if the Toronto United players have been paying attention, they could have attacked the ball. Yeah. Gone for the ball. But he just waited, and the Swiss players kept cycling. And then their shooter, who he got the nod from the player with the ball, like, yep, you're good. And he grabbed the ball and just swept it. And it was like it took two seconds for the ball to go from his him grabbing it to running to going in the back of the net. And Taro didn't even realize that he had had the ball. Yeah. Right? Like, as a goalie, he was, like, totally unaware. They're trying to watch all these players' emotions. They're waiting for it. I think they were actually yelling at the refs to be like, hey, they need to play the ball, not realizing that the reason the refs weren't blowing it dead was because they had seen the player touch the ball. Yeah, the player had played the ball. <laughs> had played the ball. And it was just like, boom. And it was like – and you could see it on the trying night. Like, they were, they were competing – at that point, but uh, after that goal was scored, it was like, nah, it wasn't, but it was just like to watch that play materialize as someone who like had no four ball experience and then to watch it and be like, dude, that's Holy, insane. Yeah. Like, yeah, and, and, like it looks like organized chaos or like looks like chaos, but it's so organized in, in their motions and stuff. Like it's, it's beautiful to watch. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, and I think like, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be asking that question of more people because um, I think I think your your response is good and it gives it kind of leans into it. But I think that that idea behind we all have a story about floorball that like makes us want to stick with it, right? Oh yeah, I think yeah, and everyone you need you need to be able to pass that along to people and hear yeah. what they what they got to say about it for sure. So I have two more quick questions for you. Yeah, for sure. The first one is, is, uh, is there any story you don't have to give it to me now? We'll, we'll save it for later, but is there a story that you have that I should be asking other players about and being like, Hey, so Mitch brush told me this. Oh man. Um, yeah. If you, uh, if you ever get to, uh, have a conversation with, uh, with shippy Taylor ship. Yeah. Uh, I think we are playing, uh, I think Estonia. Uh, just ask him about the time I like, I just, I I don't even know what happened, but I was on top of him at one point in the game. I <laughs> was like, he was, on, he was lying on the ground and I was physically on top of him. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask him about that. We'll see yeah. if he, uh, if, if he hears this, maybe he'll, he'll ask to come on. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe that'll jog his memory. Cause I can remember him being a little annoyed at me about that. <laughs> that sounds like shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I guess my, my last question is, um, so as a player, we can't really, like, there isn't really anything for you to pump, but I know you're a women's U19 women's coach. So like you're working with that program. So if somebody has been listening to this and they're like, Hey, I want to get involved in floorball and they want to try out for the national team or get involved, how can they get in touch with you to do that? Uh, yeah, they definitely can uh, hit me up on uh, Instagram, uh, I spell my name a little funky, so it's Mitch underscore brush, but Mitch is with a Y instead of an I. So uh, they definitely can and shoot me a message, you know, even if it's just like kind of asking some questions or, or whatever. I love talking about the sport uh, and love meeting new people. So if you, you definitely want to do that, you can shoot me a message. Um, and like, even if it's like, I, I think a lot of time we run into the issue where girls here and guys, they, they hear national team and they're like, oh, well, like, I, I don't even know the sport. I'm not good enough for that. 
like we we don't care like we just want more girls and more guys to play the sport so like if you you reach out being like hey i played a couple times in gym class i think it's awesome i want to get more involved awesome i can i can hook you up with some people uh if you're around the the cambridge area we can hook you up playing playing here when kind of covid's over uh so yeah you can definitely hit me up on on instagram or just find floorball canada account um i'm the guy behind the screen there so um, there you go. Can, that, was, you can, that was the question I didn't want to ask, but you revealed yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, that's. I don't. I don't well, reveal I that very like... often. So, <laughs> but you can. Um, you can definitely shoot a message to the Floorball Canada account. Give them a follow. Uh, give us a follow. I think we're we're all on every uh, social media platform: Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, uh, them all. So you definitely can give us all a follow there. Um, yeah, and then shoot some messages. I, I get messages all the time being like, hey, I'm from this area. Can you put me in contact with people? And I go, yeah, here you go. Have fun. Yeah. You have any more questions, let, let us know kind of idea. So, uh, like, my yeah, my personal, if you, I don't know, I don't think anyone else has access to the, the Floorball Canada accounts, but um, I feel like I should know that being the, the PR director. But um, I don't think anyone else has, so you can definitely shoot a message there. Um, or, yeah, just find me on Instagram. You can... Uh, shoot me a message there too for sure so when you're when this episode goes live mitch like before this episode goes live we'll be blasting your social media a little bit so um they can we'll we'll remind people that they can find you that way and yeah, then um, sure. uh we'll share information um in this episode uh, as well uh, in the description um, yeah, so sure. that when they're listening they can do all of that and then uh one final thing before i let you go here mitch how how is the bubble boy life in COVID? Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I put this down, man. Because like um, I know I know a few bubble boys, but you're like like the team glass man. Like I want to say I was watching you play. I think it was that same tournament where you played against Japan, and I was like, oh, Mitch is there, nice. And I'm I'm watching, and I'm like, sweet. I you know another person that I know and I can follow and everything, right? And it was like. Then a picture goes out and it's you, your brother, and somebody else on the bench. And it's like, IRL for life. It's like, oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I mean, I think this is the longest I've ever been without uh, without an injury. So uh, in 2018, there was nursing a couple injuries, which were uh, which was rough. But uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, every time I saw you in 20, it was like, at one point you were on crutches and then you had a concussion. Uh, and then yeah, you had a wrist going on while you were on crutches. And I was like, did you fall down the stairs with your crutches? Yeah, man. That, uh, I was on crutches like a, like a month before I was supposed to leave for Worlds. That was a pretty uh, interesting time there. But, yeah, so <laughs> this is the longest I've probably ever been without a, without an injury because it's the longest I've been without uh, without someone trying to, like, put me into the ground or so to say, so to speak. So uh, okay, it's been so a lot, we'll lot of training and rehab. So hopefully I'll be uh, – I can – remove myself from being the team uh, team bandit or team glass man in the future past that uh yeah pass that title on to someone else hopefully someone else yeah give here's the here's the band-aid here's the yeah. here's the training number <laughs> yeah. yeah i tell her mitch sent you and she'll love you <laughs> it gives her something to do now yeah it's uh well and it's like uh just remember mitch when we come back to sports you gotta stretch you're getting older yeah. I listen. Those who did the math at the beginning, they can, they can figure out how old I am. It's okay. That's they, what I'm most worried that. about with returning to play. Is like, 
is is like is my is my pregame routine just getting longer or <laughs> yeah. my pregame routine starts a day before now so <laughs> yeah it's I like when you get I'm older and you have yeah it's like when you get older and you have dinner at like uh four o'clock instead of you know the normal six o'clock it's uh it's yeah. that with the pregame routine well i appreciate you coming on here mitch and and sharing your stories and uh as i've been saying to a lot of the players especially like i want to get once we get through most of the interviews and we're looking for some new material, I think the next course of action is going to be like player round tables. And it's going to be like asking questions like, so I heard about a story in a hotel room on the fourth yeah. night of the championships. <laughs> what can y'all tell me and see what yeah. happens? Like, I think that's, I think that's where we're going to go. But for now, I appreciate you coming on and sharing your experience and uh, educating us on, <clears throat> sorry, the, uh, the player side of the world championships and the men's side and uh, wishing nothing but the best. And yeah, again, thank great. you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me. You know, I always love talking about the sport. So uh, hopefully we can, uh, we can do this again sometime. Awesome. The Snowball Floorball Podcast is a property and production of IBK Events and Consulting.